بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاه والسلام على رسول الله واله واصحابه اجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله جايز هاي يوز دوين وعليكم السلام ورحمه الله وبركاته رحمه الله وبركاته هاو وي توك ماتري وي توك ماتري Um, we're talking about like <laughs> let's let's get out of, like let's get this out of the way. We're talking about wealth. Like what was what is like what's the purpose of wealth in the Quran? Like what is its purpose? How does it like when it's distributed to the people? How are we going to be tested about um, the way we use our wealth? That type of stuff. What the Prophet Ali said about wealth. Also like how like going after wealth. You know, it's like giving into your desires and how we can avoid that type of stuff and like avoiding going down the path of shaitan when living in this world that's temporary. Wallahi, when we're talking about wealth, there's no problem with going after wealth. There's no problem with striving for greatness. As Muslims, we should strive to be, strive to be great. We, should, we are the chosen nation of the world. We, Allah perfected our religion. There's no problem with this, but like, it's like, think about like Surah At-Takathur. Al-Hakumu Al-Maqabir. Don't become distracted. Don't become distracted, like calculating, earning, like um, like distracted in your work. Don't let it deviate you from the path of Allah. Do not follow your desires. This is also said in the Quran. Indeed, your desires will take you away from the way of Allah. And even in like in going back to Surah At-Takathur, when you go into your graves, and then at the end of the Surah At-Takathur, what does it say? On that day, we'll ask you about your blessings. That's that's you don't want to be asked about that. Allah, you don't want to be asked about <laughs> On that day, we'll ask you about your blessings. Like, Surah that the Kathar is the perfect, like, you want to learn how to use your wealth, you want to know what wealth really means, think about Surah that the Kathar. We also got to think about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you in the Quran, wealth is a test too. Like, Again, it's yeah. a blessing and it's, it's a test at the same time because it's yeah, like... Yeah, what does Allah say? Beautified for men are, are the love of things of this world. And the first thing was woman, then it was wealth, and then, you know, branded horses and, you know, all these Yeah, like cattle things. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. So... so yeah, one of the things about like wealth is like ever since I grew up, I knew like this world revolved around wealth. Like back in the day, it was silver and gold. It was, you know, like it was like these raw materials and stuff like that, that you can get. And then it was also food and spices and stuff like that. If you look at like history where we live in America, you know, spices were one of the biggest things back in like the early 1500s to, to now. Like, mm-hmm. like these things are huge. And it was always something like that you could trade. Anything that you could trade that like you can... um get something in return for like that was of equal or better value right so today that's that's money that's currency you know it's a piece of paper that you trade for for something of value now see everybody wants that piece of paper to you know hold for themselves you know it's it's like there's a greed concept behind it and one of the things about this greed concept is you know is known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which is why he's ordered us to pay zakah which is why the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam ordered like he part of his sunnah is giving sadaqah is like it's zakat, which is mandatory, charity, charity. on top of sadaqah. Sadaqah is charity that you give, like, for, like voluntarily. Just you want voluntarily to. Yeah. Yes. Not because it's you not have obligatory. To, because zakat, you have to give. You have to give at least every single year. Same thing with zakat al-fitr. Every single year after Ramadan ends, you give zakat al-fitr. Mm-hmm. But then sadaqah, that's something you give on your own. That's from your own heart because you have to spend in the cause of Allah. And what better way to spend in the cause of Allah than to you know give in the way that Allah told us to. Mm-hmm. To give back to and the Allah, poor, to and Allah reminds to us in the Quran, He doesn't need He doesn't need your wealth, but rather when you give in the cause of Allah, He amplifies your wealth. It amplifies yourself. When you give, you amplify yourself. And this is the hidden this is the hidden reality behind it. People think that oh, I don't have enough money to give to charity, or I don't have this, that, this, that. Like Allah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will take care of you, my brother. What you worrying well, about? The thing is, right? We as believers, right? We have to mm-hmm. see it differently for than the non-believers, right? Because mm-hmm. let's say if I have two hundred dollars in my bank account, me as a Muslim. I believe Allah is going to amplify my wealth by me giving it out, right? Mm-hmm. 
So Not if I give out, yeah. if I give out, let's say a hundred dollars of my two hundred dollars, that's all I got, right? And I give out a hundred dollars, right? I'm I'm expecting Allah to, you know, of course, return that money back to me, and on top of that. Uh, amplify it. And it's not always going to be in the form of money, right? It could be in the form of good health. Mm -hmm. It could be peace, happiness, form of good family. You know, you can't count the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You, you can even include peace and happiness in, in wealth in the term wealth. Exactly. Like, you know, or what is wealth without peace good and happiness? Health, good health is wealth. Yeah. Exactly. No, wait a minute. So do you, does like wealth buy happiness? Does money buy happiness? <laughs> I mean, it depends on what kind you're of. talking about. But overall, like, it's it's definitely a contributor to happiness yeah. is what I'll say. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, when you have financial security, you know, like, okay, I don't have to worry about this part of my life anymore. Yeah. Like, okay, now I can just focus on, like, you know, my family, my like, the things I need to take care of. Like, as a Muslim especially, like, if you if your money is taken care of, now you can, like, be like, all right, now I can focus on getting closer to Allah. Now I can focus on where this money is going to be going yeah, to because like, I'm going to be asked about I mean, it. Like, you can ask that question, but, like, what, you know, what really does buy happiness? You're like, your religion, the way of life, well, like, look, adhering listen, to it. We we as Muslims, right, uh, going back going back to what I was saying before, you know, mm -hmm. before I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, we can't be like, you know, let's say for the non-believer, it wouldn't make any sense for me to give out literally half of my wealth, right? And mm -hmm. for the sake of Allah, right? Because they're going to be like, oh, you're crazy. Why would you, why would you ever do something like that? You, you literally have $200. How are you just going to give out half your wealth like that? Like, yeah, you're broke. Yeah. They're just going to look at you as broke, right? But yeah. we obviously don't see it in that way. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it's like in Surah At-Takathur, like the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam, he didn't want to die with anything. He didn't want to have anything like, like in today's term, he wanted to have zero dollars in his bank account. Think about how many people are dying today with thousands, hundreds of thousands in their bank account. Where like what, what does your wealth mean if it's not helping anybody? What does your wealth mean if you're not helping the people around you or the people next to you? What does your wealth mean if you're not helping the world become a better place? It means nothing. It's just going to go back. It's just going to be recycled. Well, look at look at the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells you exactly how to spend your money. Especially like even after you die, he tells you like where inheritance goes. Like where like if you're going to build a will, it tells you exactly who to include in the will. It starts with your heirs. It starts with your family. Mm -hmm. like, he, um, like there are precedents set for that, which is why like, you know, you have to like look at the perfection of Islam. Like Islam takes care of everything. Every single one of your worries is taken care of through Islam. Islam, through the way of like the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like and how is that not evident you know like if if we didn't have the Quran look how many people would be greedy look very how greedy would be, we mm -hmm. would be well, look at this like the the signs of you know what they told uh, said about the Euphrates river drying up it's gonna build like a mountain of gold is gonna be like revealed from it right and then um everybody's gonna die so many it's like every out of like every hundred people 99 are gonna die trying to fight for that like those riches and mm -hmm. us as Muslims, we're told not to go after stuff like that because that's not, it's not for us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us, like, or the Prophet alayhi salatu he said, don't go near it. So, like, we're, we're not supposed to go near because he, there's a hadith that uh, from the Prophet alayhi salatu he said, wealth is not in vast riches. It is with contentment. What is contentment? Contentment is you, like, understanding what Allah has planned for you, following the plan of Allah, not following your desires. When you follow your desires, you could go out of the fold of Islam. And here's why I'm going to tell you this because I was reading up on a book of like Islamic knowledge and stuff like in uh, stuff of that sort like the fiqh and aqidah and stuff like that right and what it said about following your desires is that when you make a dua for something that you want you take away from what Allah is, has planned for you because now you're like what if that thing is bad for you and Allah grants it for you because you asked for it, even though Allah knows what's better for you right but he's going to grant you what you want and then like what if it ends up teaching you a, like a hard lesson at the end but then that hard lesson ends up turning you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's and why whenever we make dua for something we want, we say, we say like in accordance with Allah's plan. Like you say, like, Allah, if this, 
if you have this plan for me, if this is good for me, do it for me. Bring me close to it. If it's not, then leave me, leave me away from it. I only want good from you. Um, there's, uh, there's a dua actually. It's like, Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khayrin fakir. It's, it's saying like, you ask Allah for all good that, um, that he can provide for you. So it's not anything that you desire. It's anything that Allah desires like for oh, you that is I good, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm saying, don't, you can't chase your desires when going through this dunya because then you lose the, the idea that this is temporary. Because if you get the stuff that you want, now you're starting to think of this like a paradise. Like, because Allah will show you that this will be your paradise if you keep asking for what you want. You don't start going in accordance with his plan for you because his plan is better for you in all aspects. There's nothing that you like could want that Allah doesn't know if it's good for you or bad for you. You don't know until after you've gone through, you have to go through a hard lesson. But if, you, if you're asking and there, for and there will stuff, be like And there will be some people who like... Who might not be as fortunate as other people, but like they'll have the peace of mind. But some people they'll just be a, a little bit ungrateful towards the one who has created them, and like, you know, they'll say outrageous things. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, they'll say outrageous things. Like, Wallahi, maybe you're more wealthy than the person, even though it looks like their numbers are more than higher than yours. You might be more wealthier than them, and you don't, yeah, you don't even know. It. They might be dealing with something that you have no idea what they're dealing with. Because because wealth, you need like we said, it ties in. Like, health can be your wealth. Yeah. Like can can include wealth. Like if if you're wealthy, if you have if you just have a whole bunch of numbers in your bank account, like that doesn't mean anything. I mean, like, look, the only reason why money and you know the the money in our bank account really holds any value or meaning is because we believe in it. Mm -hmm. We yeah. are the people who allow this money to control us. And imagine now, look, we allow it to control us, and now it is controlling us, right? And we're we're the ones who make it. You know, you know who I don't understand the people who fight and argue over money. Like wallahi, like people they cut ties of kinship, they cut ties with their families over money. Is that they how cut ties with their friends over money? Like if they can't settle a debt, they will cut ties with them because they can't settle that debt. You know, one of one of the things like um, that we should worry about is debt. Obviously, um, there's a hadith that I saw about the Prophet yeah, saying yeah. after major sins, the thing you should avoid is debt because if you die on debt, that's that's a major yeah, sin for you, yeah, like because you can't pay it back unless unless you have someone who's kind enough after you pass away to pay your pay off your debt. You have to stay away from debt. Which is one of the things that like this society feeds you into is like living in debt is a good thing. Like getting getting loans from the bank, living in interest, you know, chasing after riba. They they think that's a good thing. Like oh yeah, this will build your credit. This will get you to be able to buy stuff and stuff like that. But when you buy stuff here, what does that do? Yeah, that well, gives brother, you ties to this world. Like, you don't want like, no ties to this world. That's like we got to get out the matrix down yeah, here. They, so they, they want us to be in debt. They want us to be into the system. We <laughs> we as believers, right? We, when we when Allah gives us wealth, right? It, it could also be a punishment. Like, no matter how good it looks, someone may have a million dollars in their bank account, but it, it could be a very bad punishment from Allah because it drove them away from Allah, right? Mm -hmm. they, they lost sight They lost sight of Allah and everything in their life now is about to crumble, right? Yeah, they might have the money, they might have the family, but look, this, this blessing right here allowed them to be driven away from Allah and now it is a, a severe punishment and this person should be afraid. Like, wallahi, like, bro, it's just like, keep, look at Surah At-Takathur. Wait till you go into your grave. Like, like you think, you think like stuff, everyone's going to die. Like, this is the reality people seem to forget. And I, I'm not like, I'm not saying like this, like to, to bring it down or to like dim the episode, but like everyone's going to die. Like having numbers in your bank account is not going to save you when, when it's all said and done. And it's between you and God. You know, you know what's funny about it being the end of the year? What? So I, I'm sure you guys have all seen it. Like on all, all people that you may follow their stories and whatnot, they're saying, oh, mood all 2023 and all this stuff yeah. and stuff. Like, oh, when 2023 starts, we're going to be chasing new the back. New year, new me. Yeah, like all that. But one of the most, like one of the most uh, things I've seen the most 
is people talking about their money, getting their money up. Okay, once you get yeah. your money up, what happens next? See, you're always going to have to be chasing something. When you chase the, the, the dunya, when you chase this world, this temporary life, you're just going to keep chasing. You're going to keep running. There's, like, there's nothing at the end of the line for you because you're chasing the wrong thing. You know, when you chase paradise, when you chase the hereafter, there's an end goal in mind. There's, there's something at the end of the tunnel. But with money, with the, the stuff of this world, the materials of this world, there's, there's nothing at money. the end. There's never yeah. enough. There's never enough. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did that on purpose. You have to understand that in your mind. You have to understand that this all is like, it's not worth it. The dunya is not worth it. Everything you see here is not worth it. It's not worth your iman. It's not worth like you being asked on the day of judgment, like, why did you use your money in this way? Why did you use your money selfishly? Why did you like turn away the poor? In Surah Ma'un, it tells the people, do you see the people who deny the recompense? Do you see the people who deny the day of judgment? They don't, they don't feed the poor and they don't help the orphans. Mm -hmm. You see how many, like the people with money today, they don't, you don't see them talking about like, oh, I'm going to go help the, the poor. I'm going to donate this much money to this, like this cause or whatever. Me, I mean, me personally, right? Growing up, I was always that type of person. Like, I'm like, if I get money, why would I not want to go out there and just help somebody, right? Like, you know, what's, what's really the point of you just holding all that money hostage, right? You know, you, you, you being green, right? <laughs> you just sitting there and not, not wanting to, not wanting to help your brother out, not wanting to help your family out, not wanting to help the society. Like you see exactly what's going on. Uh, all over the world, right? You just have money sitting in your bank account doing nothing for you. Look, look, the true reality is when your money is in your bank account and it's it's not doing anything for you, like at least invest into an asset, right? To, you know, yeah, at least do some something. more money, like at do least something, do something with it. Money in your money in your bank account is not going to do anything for you, but bring you comfort. Oh, I look at my bank account. I have $100,000 in my bank account. Okay, I'm comfortable, right? I don't have to worry, right? But then again, that money is not doing anything for me, right? And you need, you need to spend that money accordingly, right? Because that money is not yours, right? That money is from Allah, right? You belong to Allah. That money belongs to Allah. The blessings belong to, are, is from Allah, right? So you need Allah is telling you to spending it in His way so that He can increase you in every which way, right? It's just like me giving you a hundred dollars and you just never spend it. You just you're just looking at the hundred dollars admiring like I, I have this. I have this, yeah. like, and you just never do anything just, with just it. Just in case anything happens, oh, I died. You know, uh, I never got to really. And then and then you die, money. and then like, like, well, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, who? Mike Tyson said this. Mike Tyson. He said, um. He said, you, won't got, you don't have anything if you don't have peace of mind. He said, he said that, like, he, like I'm quoting him, you don't have anything if you don't have peace of mind. And money, it, it can help you bring peace of mind, but like, let's look at the greater, let's look at the greater asset to achieving peace, peace of mind. It's your religion. It's your deen. Well, then again, you use that money and you spend it in the sake of Allah. Allah. There you go. Now you're going to achieve that peace and that happiness, right? And why? There's no better feeling. Exactly. There's imagine, no imagine you help somebody out. You don't even tell you. don't even tell people about it. You just do it for the sake of Allah. What? Imagine the good feeling in your heart, the peace in your heart. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing you did it for the sake of Allah. You don't have to boast about it or brag about it or anything. You know, knowing really, you just helps your brother out. It really like um, it really makes me upset when I see people who I know like they have money, and then they tell me, "Bro, I'm broke," and I'm like, "If you got money sitting in your account, you're not broke." You can you can spend it in some way. You can you can give some of that money out. I understand, like you know, people want to save their money and stuff like that. But when you intentionally tell people you don't have money, even though you do, who are you hiding from? You can't hide from Allah. Allah knows exactly what you have. He, he's the one who provided it for you, and you're going to be asked about that. Like when like if you were to come uh, at a time where you could have helped someone and you don't, and like you're being stingy with your money. Then you're going to be asked about that, and like as a Muslim, you have to be fearful of something like that. Like money, it, it could be either a blessing or it could be a curse. Because if I go on the day of judgment and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala asks me like, why didn't I spend my money in this way, or why did I spend my money this way? Then I'm gonna like I I'm very fearful of that because I there's nothing I can't hide. I have no like I can't tell a lie. I can't answer in any other way except for the truth. 
So that's why I'm, I'm someone who I don't care about money. I'm not going to care about the riches of this world because I understand real real wealth comes with iman, comes with what's in the heart. No, Wallahi, I believe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide from his bounty. A solution for like, because like we're talking about like these, like all these problems, like let's think of like of a solution. Like a solution to not only caring about money is care about the goal. If your goal needs you to attain some money, wallahi, the money will come easy and then you'll, like, you'll complete the goal. Think about goals, like think about something you want to do for the world. Like say like you wanna say you wanna build houses for people, you wanna build affordable housing for people. That's your goal, not money. So you won't end up chasing money, being a slave to money for the rest of your life. You'll end up at least doing something for the world. Yeah, I mean And that is the better alternative, and that's the reality. I mean, last year, right? One of my mentors told me, he was like, uh, don't don't go chasing after the money, right? Because you know, when you when you chase the money, your self-awareness is very low, right? Because that's that's all your mind is on, right? You're just chasing mm-hmm. the money, chasing the money, chasing the money, and you you're actually the one who ends up with no money, right? But, you know, like you said, when you when you try to come out with something valuable, when you try to, you know, help somebody out, something that's going to be applicable in people's lives. Right. And then people invest in that people buying that. Right. Now you are helping those people. And on top of that, now the money is coming to you right now. The money is chasing you. The money is flowing in. Right. Mm -hmm. And this 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 right here is this right here is the true blessing. Right. Because you don't want to be that fool that's sitting there chasing money his whole entire life. Right. Because what it. You know, what is it going to do for you, right? You see, people sell themselves out so bad for money, right? Like, you're, you're <laughs> sitting there, you're being, you're, you're, you're half naked on a, on a stri- in the strip club, right? Dancing on a pole, right? You're doing that for money. Are these girls out here starting OnlyFans, right? Or, like, you see what these, these uh, rappers and these artists do in the, in the music industry, right? They literally sell themselves out just, just for money, right? And like I said, money is the value that you believe in. You, you believe money has value in it. And that's the reason why it has value, right? It's at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper, right? It's just numbers in your bank yeah. account, right? Yep. But you put value into it and now you let it control you. That's like, that's actually wild. Like when I, um, me thinking about what he just said, people will sell themselves out for money. Like, that's why I never, I never got in that habit. Like, like why, why is money so valuable? Like, it's just a piece of paper to me. You know, if Allah gives it to me, then fine. I will spend it in the best way that I can. But if I'm not giving it, then okay, fine. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm not going to go sit there and waste my time for a million hours. Like, uh, I got goals. Year. I have, I, like, I want to do yeah. stuff for the world. Like, like it, even, like, we've lived in a place where, like, money is, like, 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 you don't even see money. Like, in Sudan, bro, when we be in the village, we be, like, you literally, you eat, sleep, you drink, you do some work, you do some uh, some labor. Like, like there isn't, like, you don't see the paper. All you see is your food, you're eating. And it's like, I'm living the same, the same way I'm living over there. I'm, I'm living over here. Yeah, people are content with what they have. Con- they're they content understand. over there. Like, I still laugh. I still talk to the people over there. Yeah. I still drink the same. I still eat the same. Right. I still talk the same over there. Then I, the same way I do it over here. Because those people, they understand what, what real wealth is. And wallahi, wealth if, is if, you, if you saw if you saw the people in Sudan, wallahi, you wouldn't believe their happiness, even in their condition. Wallahi, you wouldn't believe it. Now, look, I, I'm, um, I saw a video on TikTok. This was a while ago. But it was a, it was, it's a wealth story. And it talks about the importance of Jumma as well. So there was a brother who, like, he lost his job. And um, he needed a job real bad. He needed some money. He needed to take care of himself. He needed to take care of his family. But instead of going to look out for a job that Friday, he went to Jumma. He went, he prayed Jumma, witnessed the khutbah and all that. And then after, he made a dua uh, to Allah saying, like, Ya Allah, I need, like, I need your provision. I seek your provision, Ya Allah. And you are the provider, the best disposal of affairs. So then... Uh, shortly after, this man gets a call from uh, from a job, and they offer him more more than the salary that he had at his previous job. It was a great job, great benefits, everything. 
and he and he's not and at the time at the end of the video the dude was making more money than he had been making at the other job he was living better and he was being able to take care of his fa family even better than before which just shows you that if you trust in allah trust in the plan of allah do exactly like what he has said in the quran just how how it says in uh when you go to juma drop your stuff drop your work drop like your responsibilities and go go seek a race to find the mercy of your lord unless you have a valid excuse not to go but work is not a valid excuse like work is not a valid excuse for you to drop it, and you see yeah, how and that can Allah says, Allah says in the Quran, Surah Jum'ah, like, like, go and seek the bounty of your Lord. Go and seek the like, um, like go and seek the bounty of your Lord, and leave off your the businesses. Leave off your businesses on the time of Jum'ah. But then look, look at the practicality of Islam. What is what, what's after that? Go back doing do doing what you're doing, right? You know, go go out there and uh and make the change for the world, right? Like you know, go out there and. and do what you do. But when it's time for Salah or when it's time for Jummah, you better be there, right? Mm -hmm. you better be there, you know, racing for the mercy of your Lord, seeking his bounty, mm -hmm. right? And well, then and then after Jummah, like go back and go back said. and go back in the lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's the same. Go back, like it's practicality. Like Islam doesn't tell you not to be great. It's, like strive for greatness. You want to be the best among you. Like if you oh, want to be an engineer, look, be the best engineer. If you want to be a doctor, be the best doctor. If you want to talk about greatness here, right? You know what I'm so sick and tired of, right? I'm so sick and tired of this like society, right? Where they the the industry or school system or your job, for instance, they feed you this mindset that, oh, whatever you're trying to do, everybody's trying to do it. Or the fact that, oh, it's very hard to achieve. Like they want to make everything look so hard to achieve that you as a person, like you you're so let down by that that you don't even want to do it anymore. Or when things get hard, you give up on it because you're like, oh, maybe they were right. You know, this is hard, right? But then you have to understand, right? These big companies, they they started, they also started from nothing too, right? It was done by a man another person like you and they want to sit here and feed you in this mindset because they don't want you they don't want you to elevate they don't want you to strive for greatness right because they want to keep you as a worker they want to keep you enslaved they want to keep you trapped right and this this we as muslims we need to be free of this right this is exactly why we as muslims when we have an idea or we have a you know you're chasing entrepreneurship you need to do it right and you need to do it in for the sake of allah right and this right here will be, bring you in the best kind of wealth the best time the best type of peace because well like if you live in that mindset of like oh i'm going to stay a slave to like to the the workforce and the government all this then you're you're feeding into the trap of shaitan you're letting other people control like what uh what goes on in your life you're letting other people plan for you if they tell you oh like no this is going to be too hard for you don't don't pursue that or whatever then like i'm not worried about what anybody else says i'm going to go according like, to the plan like, of allah i'm going to ask allah if that's good for me then bring it to me and nothing can stop that nothing can stop the plan of allah you can't stop allah is Allah's conviction, like Allah's the most, like he's the most powerful, he's omnipotent. There's nothing that can stop Allah. If Allah want, wills for something to happen, it's going to happen. It doesn't matter. What does he say in Surah Yasin? Kun fayakun, being it is. That's all Allah has to say. That, that is all that has to happen. Allah wills it and it happens. That's it. Don't, I'm not, I don't, I'm not worried about like nobody telling me, oh yeah, um, that's too hard for you. Like what did, what did the people who work with you tell you about this, about us on the podcast? Bro, like li listen, I'm, I'm my old job, right? You know, I, I quit, but they were like, "Oh, your podcast! <laughs> you know, your podcast!" They're like, "Your podcast! It's it's not it's never gonna be out there. It's not gonna be big. You know, it, it's it's everyone's doing one. Why? You know, what makes you think that it's going to go well for you and things like that? Or like, oh, your podcast won't be able to pay for your medical bill. We can. I'm not gonna say the name of the company, right? Because I'm not gonna advertise. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna advertise a crap company like that, but you know." I'm not going to say like crap company in total, but you know, that store, especially that management, you know, crazy. Well, it's crazy, man. 
if you're a Muslim, wallahi, wallahi, don't, don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do. Like, and, and listen to them. Like, wallahi, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you adhere to the Quran and Sunnah, adhere to your elders, but don't let someone tell you you can't do something. Bro, imagine, wallahi, you're a Muslim, you're special. Imagine, like, don't let anybody belittle you and belittle your honor and dismiss you. Like, what? what? You know what I've I heard before? That, I was looking at, uh, there were these magazines, right? And it was at school, right? And it was these bodybuilders, right? And then the teacher tried to come around talking about some, oh, yeah, you can't, you can't look like that. But then again, in your head, how does that make any sense? This was achieved by another man, meaning uh, me as a man, I can do what he did. He's like me. I can do the same thing. It's not impossible, right? But you guys want, want to make something that's hard seem like it's impossible, right? Because they want, you know, they want you to take the easy path, right? You know, work, work the job, be enslaved, do what you need to do. And then by, by that time, you're too tired to do anything else, right? And Just now, now you, can't, now you yeah. can't strive for your greatness. I'm not saying there's there's anything wrong with you know working corporate job or working nine to five or anything like that, right? But when when you let them enslave you like that, now there's a problem. Yeah, right? when you let Look, them dictate. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five job or a corporate job or a career or whatever like that. But don't let it get in the way of your dean. Don't let it get in the way of your prayer because when you do that, now you like uh, you could, you're gonna start leaving the fold of Islam because that's, that's when you become you, a whole. That's when you become a whole slave for real. You, you can't let the worldly life control you because once you do that, then you're gonna start giving into your desires. Things are gonna start looking better to you that were not better for you before. Like this is why people turn in turn to illegal ways of finding uh, money. This is like there was a hadith of the Prophet Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He said there will become a time on my ummah when people will uh, like will chase money that they won't care how they get it legally or illegally. And that's how you see it today. People people scam for money. People sell drugs. People sell alcohol. Uh, people like what's, they do any they do whatever a, they can. What's a common excuse? I gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, I gotta do what acting, I gotta do. Acting like, hold on. Matter of fact, bro, it is 2022, about to be 2023. There are so many different ways to make money. The halal way and uh, good ways to make money. A lot of money too, if that's if that's really what you desire. But if you're gonna sit here and go down to the low level of trying to make in a haram way, like please, you know, you need to educate yourself and try try new things yeah, out. Well, like I, I said, when you have an idea about entrepreneurship, or when you have an idea of something that you want to do, you need to go after it and you need to make strong dua. Dua is very powerful, right? Mm -hmm. You need to. To seek du'a and and to, to go after it. Du there you go. Du'a is a form of ibadah. It's a form of worship. If you if you make du'a, that means you're trusting that you know Allah hears you right now. He hears you voicing like what your um, your concerns to Him right now, and that you're asking. Because who else are you something. gonna voice it to? Exactly. exactly. Who else are you gonna voice it to? Like, like I can't I can't go ask you. For yeah, you can't. Ask you I'm not gonna do. I can't do nothing. Exactly. I can't do nothing. Bro, look, listen, listen. You, even have, you, to were, ask, you even, have to ask God. Even even if you ask him, right, bro, these stingy behind human beings, bro, what makes you think he's gonna give you something, bro? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he want to keep all his wealth for himself, right? Even if even if he got a million dollars in his bank account, he that's, can't he can't share a hundred bucks with you. That's the harsh reality <laughs> about it, though. And one thing that I thought about when I was when I was at um Juma the other day, I was thinking like, um, I just thought to myself, I was like. I do not act upon my desires because I am a slave of Allah. I let Allah plan for me because I am not the planner. Allah is the planner and Allah is the best of planners. And I was thinking, I am the servant of Allah because what Allah has planned for me, what Allah has destined for me is better than anything I could have thought for, for myself. Mm -hmm. And if the ultimate destiny for me is to make it to Jannah, then that is all I can ask for because that is an abode that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said in the Quran numerous times that is like is a sufficient reward for us. And I'm not, I'm not going to question that at all. And Wallahi, like, a good way to think about it, dude, if, if I had all the money in the world, I'm still going to wake up and I'm still going to pray Fajr. Inshallah. Inshallah. If I, if I had zero dollars, if, if I was back in Sudan 
If I was in the village, if I was with my family, I would still wake up, pray Fajr to the whole Asr Maghrib. Like, Wallahi, inshallah, nothing will change. Like, and that's that's the best you could hope for. Like, if Allah gives you or takes away wealth from you, don't be afraid. But if Allah takes away your prayer, prayer that is a privilege that but, you have lost. Look, listen, that is I, a privilege. Wallahi, have you, you ever heard that? Of course. And like I, like I said like, earlier. You should be worried if, if you're if, not praying. Yeah, you should be worried. Allah has you think it is you who are not praying to Allah. It, but it's look, really Allah who has taken away the ability for you to give sujood. You might look at something that looks like such a blessing. Like, for instance, oh, I got a lot of money now and my family's doing good and all this. But now, you know, you're very far away from Allah. This is a terrible punishment. And on the other hand, the exact opposite. You might have lost all your wealth. Your family might turn against you. Your friends might leave you. The closest people around you might leave you. You know, I mean... If, the, if there's any closer than that, right? But uh, you might lose all of this, right? But if you got closer to Allah, you that was that was a great reward, right? And you should be happy for that. That was a blessing from Allah. Well, look, if you if you're like chasing after wealth, you're giving into the system. You're becoming a victim now because like. That wealth can easily just turn into your God. You know, like you say, you see yeah, how yeah, you right. everyone, you take, everyone, you has, everyone has a God, even the atheists, but they may take something, their desires as their God. Have you seen, their, yeah, seen the one who takes taken their the, desires as their God? And this is what yeah. Allah says in the Quran. Wallah subhanAllah, brothers. Yeah. Allah see, subhanAllah, wealth, brothers. We have done one something of, here. One of our greatest Wallah desires, here. look, one of our greatest desires in life is wealth. Like that, that's, it's, in, it's inevitable because, you know, you need wealth to survive. Ultimately, you need like, but people are not content with the fact that, oh, if I, have, if I have shelter over my head and if I have enough money to take care of my family, then no, I need more. I need to be doing way more than that. I need to be having like millions of dollars in my bank what or whatever. What did the Prophet Sallallahu tell us? You look at people who have less than you. Don't look at people who have more than you because you might look at people who have more than you because, uh, and, and you, that might cause you to fall into depression, right? Because you don't have what they have, right? And yeah. this right here is going to start to make you feel low about themselves. Like, look, millionaires might have all this money, right? But they still don't feel good because they're surrounded by multimillionaires. And then multimillionaires might not feel good because they're surrounded by billionaires. <laughs> and billionaires might feel <laughs> yeah, good because they're right, mega right, billionaires. Right, don't, don't, don't pocket watch. It's an endless Allah, loop. Yeah, don't don't pocket watch. Allah, if you want to be content and you want happy, you want true wealth, don't pocket watch because you're just going to end up, you're just gonna like end for, up for instance, feeling right, envious. Like, you look at like people like Elon Musk or Jeff Jeff Bezos, right? Like the richest people in the world, right? Like they got all this money. I'm just over here thinking to myself, like, dude, <laughs> oh, is that not enough for you? <laughs> like, you still want to be out here working? But and even doing that, what you're but doing? even then, like, you can look at them, you can respect them and of give course, them commends because because they're not chasing after the money. They're they're just trying to do stuff for the world. No, no, like, that is commendable. That is what that is what you should be striving striving well, for. Um, doing good, making yourself available to the people, becoming an asset to society. Right, and what I was going to say was, like, dude, if I had, like, that kind of wealth, bro, I couldn't even imagine the amount of people that I'd be out here trying to help, right? You know, inshallah, right? If, if I was given the, that kind of wealth, right? Because, you know, what, what, if, I, what if I was yeah. given the, that kind of wealth and I deviate from the path? You know, may Allah protect us, right? And, but, like, look, let me, give, let me give you guys some good tidings real quick. If you think about it, if you make it through this life, right? And if you, if you uh, make it to Jannah off of Allah's uh, mercy, right? Think about like the life you'll live there. You won't have to worry about wealth, bro. Like like rubies and pearls and gold and silver, everything, every type of like gem that you could ever think of that was on earth and more will just be like falling at your feet. Like you'll be stepping on it like it's nothing. Like wealth won't have any value there. There's nothing over like everything up there that is of wealth is like yours to have, and everybody will have that. You won't have to worry about that. So why don't you why don't you think about living like trying to reach that instead of trying to like endless make loop. it in this life because you try to loop. make it in this life you get stuck in this life even after you die like you like your soul being trapped here because you like you wanted to chase the desires of this world and then you will be punished for that what does it say in the quran my wealth has not availed me yeah your wealth has not helped you 
after you die, like, what is it, what is it going to do? Like, yeah, you might have had money and authority and all that, but in reality, they say, if, if it wasn't for good, yeah, it's going to haunt you. <laughs> yeah, and they say, they say, my Lord, send me back. Because, but because they think, oh, let me get a try. Let me try again. And you want to know something I saw in a video that was so, like, it, it rocked me, like, hard. Like, it got me. It got me. It was like, um, it was a brother. He said, or I might, I might have read it, but it was, it, this is very factual. It was like, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not, like, they were like, oh, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows where we're going, why doesn't he just send us there before, like, we even have to go through this test on earth? And it was like, because... If someone were to just wake up in the hellfire, they'd be like, "How did I get here? Like, what the heck happened?" And it's and not it was, it, and un, unjust. Yeah, and they'll be like, they'll be like, "Oh, I would never do those sins. I would never do that." See, and then if like when they live this life, now they see Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will not put you in the hellfire if you did not deserve it. He will not put you in uh, Jannah if you did not what deserve it. He will make you. He will show you that you deserve it because on the day of judgment, you won't be able to speak for yourself. You won't be able to tell no lies. You will not be able to fabricate anything because Allah knew there is nothing you could hide from your Lord. You could conceal all the sins that you could do. You could conceal the way you uh, you use your money and all this, but you can't conceal it from Allah. You cannot conceal it from the one who created you, the one who provided for you, the one who like you will return to. Allah says in the Quran, He says, what does He get out of punishing you? Like in reality, what does <laughs> Allah get, get out of punishing you? You you end up in the hellfire because you deserved it. You don't deserve paradise, right? You're you you get let in by Allah's mercy, right? Even even like but in, the hellfire even in the Quran is is the complete opposite. You deserve the hellfire if you ended up there, right? Even in the Quran, Satan like even Satan knew he he tells he tells the the people like you did this to yourselves. I had no I had no authority yeah. over this. You you guys did this to yourselves. You guys wallowed in your own ignorance and, worst, and insolence. And worse indeed is that place to rest. You guys hellfire. You guys sat there. You wallowed in your own ignorance and you you kept putting it off until you until you. Allah gave the you a God promise you and, and he grave. gave you a promise. You decided to follow the shaitan. And now you you blame yourself. Look, let me tell you a few of the people that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala loves and. Uh, as stated in the Quran, he loves those who spend in his way, in his cause. You know, giving zakat, right? Yeah. He also loves the one that when he hears, um, when he remembers him, he fears him. But when he reads, when they hear the 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 verses of the Quran recited, they like they increase their faith in him and they rely upon him. He loves those types of people. You know, like you look at the verses of the Quran, and there are so many times where he tells you, like, give in his way. Like, where, don't worry about the money. That you have because Allah will provide for you if it's better for you. Like there are people in this world who be so stingy with their money, they won't even help their parents. They won't even help their their family, the people next to them. How backwards have you gone? This is how much of, of a hold it has on you. <laughs> like how much money do you? I told think, you, bro. These I'm people a, out here willing to sell themselves out. Like Wallahi, you know, brother. Wait, like Wallahi, brother, you're a sellout. You did not keep it one hundred. Wallahi, you're, you're clapped. Hold on, man. Wait, wait, wait. If you had to think about a figure that you would give back to Allah for like all the blessings he'd give you, what would you give? You can't, you can't think of a number. It doesn't, they don't go that oh, high. here. <laughs> but before, earlier today, right, I was watching a video of, of uh, Mufti Mink. He says, you can count your, your, you your can calamities. Count, you can count, yeah. You can count your calamities, that. but you can't count your blessings. Yeah, you might have, oh, I lost my wealth. I lost this person. I lost my job. Yeah, I lost my, you know, your wealth. But, you know, whatever it may be. Like, look, let's just say you lost 10 things, right? 10 major things. But you can't, you can't count the blessings of 
everything that you have, the yeah, fact that it, you can breathe, the fact that you can see, the fact that you're living, the fact that you have an opportunity, the fact that you can grow hair, the fact that you have health, the, the fact that you, you know, all these different yeah, things. Like, like, you can, can, in Surah Al-Naim, on that day we will ask you about your blessings and you're saying, he, he, like, and you can complain about your calamities. Mufti, Wallahi Mufti, he, he locked in. Wallahi, he knew what he was talking about. Wallahi, he knew what he was talking about. He shifted with that response. He said, you can, you can count on one hand. Like some people, they can count their calamities on one hand. That's how little their calamities are, but they cannot count the blessings. You could even imagine. Numbers don't go that high. Exactly. Like, like, yeah. Like, what would you? What would he you said you numbers don't go. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like, like because Allah's mercy is like it's so vast. Because if you were to think, like, if imagine if Allah were to ask you for payment for like the things that He's given you, dude. Imagine you we had like imagine like imagine. I'm I'm pretty sure I've said this analogy before or this like example before. Like, imagine there's a man who he needs a kidney transplant. Some guy comes and gives him the kidney transplant. He gives him a, he gives him a kidney, yeah. and then the people they praise this man like, oh, you give him a kidney. Oh, you give him this that that, that, that oh. Uh, what about the one who gave it to him in the first place? There was no. Dude, what about for the him. one who gave him the opportunity? There was no thanks for him. What about the one who allowed the, the, the six, procedure the, the, to go through? Yeah, exactly. To go through all these, all these different things, right? Like some people, they don't like you. Don't even know if you're gonna wake up in the morning. Oh, we're getting too deep. We're, you know what's crazy? Into, wait, 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 wait. So into look, 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 so we 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 uh, went through a pandemic. We went through COVID, and there was it was a difficult time for uh, for us because like you know I was I was trying to you know make money to go to college and stuff like that, but I couldn't do that because you know jobs were closed down. There was so much like stuff going on, right? And you know what's crazy? All I did was pray to Allah. You know, I was like, Yo, yeah, Allah, like I, you, you, I need your provision. Like I need you to provide for me, for, like in this. And without, like, I, I have no uh, like way to explain this. But Allah provided for me. He gave, he gave me, like, he enriched me from His bounty without me, like, having um to do too much except for make dua to Him because I needed it. He knew that. And he knew that that would be better for me, and He enriched me from His bounty. This is why I'm speaking on something like this. This I'm not speaking from, like, from my mind or nothing. Like, I'm speaking from a knowledgeable place and, like, a place of experience. Like, Allah enriched me from His bounty on mul numerous occasions without me, like, like doing doing much except for praying to Him. Me, and yeah, obviously, well, that also means, like, me doing work for it, but it, like... It may, it may not have been me doing a job. It may have been me doing something kind for someone and Allah, like, finding a way to give put money in my bank account somehow. I, I, I now, give, I'm not saying it didn't it came out of nowhere, but I'm saying, like, you, un, you get what I'm saying, right? Let me, let, me, let me give you an example of something that happened in my life. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I told this once before on the podcast, right? There was a car that I really wanted, right? And after, after I looked at that car, right, a couple hours later, I was watching, like, an Islamic reminder video, right? And it talked about how someone who is thankful to Allah, they don't even need to say alhamdulillah. But one of the, the fact that they're just grateful and thankful to Allah, Allah will just always increase them, right? Then after, after that, like later on, my car got crashed. I went through a calamity. But then two weeks later, that same car that I was looking at and that I was, you know, that I really wanted, I was able to buy it. <laughs> alhamdulillah, fine, you know, from, from because, my, because my car got crashed, right? Allah, and then I got that Allah, insurance I remember, money. I remember that phone call. That brother was like... He said, like, he bro, like, I, I, I just got I, done talking with the cops. Alhamdulillah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that phone call. See, but like that, that's a mindset that like not many people have. Like, they can see that. the good. They can see the good even in calamities. Like so many people, they ask, oh, how do I get through this calamity? I'm like, dog, don't ask me. I'm not, I, I'm not the one who has your answers. I'm not the one who created you. I wasn't there when everything happened. I'm not the, I'm not no, there. No, no, when, no, no, no. I can, I'm not the one but, who can, but hold on, I can, I can give you the answer to that. No, 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 I, wait, I'm saying. Even it, like, oh, what? how do I get to this calamity? Dude, you can't even count the blessing that you have. And you're over here wondering about, like you're over no, here crying I'm about saying, this calamity? Like, well, it's, it's not like that. I'm saying when people come to me, Trying to look for help from a calamity. I'm like, dog, that's you literally have to go to Allah. You can only advice. turn to Allah in these in these in these situations. Do not turn to me because when you do that, now you rely upon someone else other than Allah. Wait, right? you can, you can ask for help. No, I'm saying 
oh, like, oh, I, I, I need help. I need help. Like, not, not financial help or something. They're just saying, I need help. I'm like, dog, ask Allah for help. Allah, Allah will bring you help. You know what I'm what saying? What if he asks Allah for help and then... Allah sends people. No, but they're asking yeah, me, how do I do it? I'm, I'm like... I mean, you can't. You, you can help them. You can help, help like, them. Say, like, like, say this like if, someone, if someone has like a flat tire on the road, like you're not going to... They can, they can ask for help. That's not what I was saying. No, no, no. no but they, I see what he's saying right here. Like, let's say someone's going through something. They lost, right? they lost a family member and yeah. they're like, brother, I need help. And I'm like... So like, okay, oh, okay what you okay. can do... What, what, I mean, what you can do would be like, say this dua. You know, make sure make sure you're keeping them with God. You know, make sure you do a stuff. You don't even realize what you just did. They asked you for help and you told them, brother, go to Allah. Allah, help them. So yeah, but like that's it. what I'm saying. It's like it's like <laughs> you turn turn to Allah first because there's no there's no other way for you to turn except for to Allah because you could turn to everybody, but eventually like you don't know if any everybody's helping you for the sake of Allah. You know, some people might be helping you <laughs> to help themselves. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's very common. Nowadays. Allah Allah is the only one who he, Allah is the compassionate. He won't like why does he need to help himself? Like, exactly, he, like same thing. Why does, why does he need to punish you? Why Allah is free. <laughs> Allah is free from us. He doesn't need us. So why, like, he if he helps you, that is purely from his bounty, purely from his love for you, purely from his mercy upon you, right? Like, but for for us, we may look for something in return. I may help you, and I'll be like, hey, yo, you remember when I helped you that one time? So like, uh, yeah, like I need help right now. I mean, like, if it says in the Quran, don't remind people of like uh, something that you helped them out with. Like exactly, say. but you can't expect everybody to follow that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Course. Even, but even, we as Muslims, we yeah, yeah, I, under, I understand what you're saying. But like, you, you guys get where I was coming from, right? Yeah. So it's like, don't make it, don't make situations more difficult upon yourself because Allah does, Allah does not make it like He does not mean to make it hard on you. So don't make oh. it harder upon yourself. I think I know what, you, what you're trying to say is like, be among the muttaqin, like the people who have taqwa, who are God conscious. Because yeah, like, yeah. anything who anybody who has God consciousness, like as soon as something happens, they remember Allah. You, you'll be. And they know they can make it. Through. Yeah, Allah, Allah, Allah will make it easier. More than Allah will make it easier. Handle. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I do have funny ways of handling things. Like something will happen, I'll be like, I'll be like, <laughs> and then I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, bro, why did this happen? I'll be like, no, 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 not <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, no, no, and I'll be like, ya Allah, man, ya Allah. See, but I do have, I do have, like, I do have moments like that where I'm like, no, Shaitan's not gonna get me. He's not gonna turn me away right now yeah. because, like, Shaitan's quick. Like, bro, as soon as something happens, the other way, the other like, way you can look at it, happen. the other way you can look at it. Oh, yeah, it's my perfect opportunity to earn good deeds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you gotta be, you gotta be a dude who you gotta can, jump like, on it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be who's on top of your stuff to be able to jump on something like that. And be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, this, 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 this hold on, bro. This is just an investment, bro. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Let me invest into it really fast. <laughs> but. um you know, with that being said, this is going to close out this episode speaking about not falling into the, like, the system of chasing after wealth, you know. Um, chasing after numbers. That's chasing after wealth and your desires and, like, you know, understanding the, the, like, the way we should be as Muslims when it comes to true wealth. Like, mm -hmm. the wealth of, that is within Iman, you know. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the person who spends in his cause. So spend in his cause if you have the, the means to do it. And Allah will enrich you from his bounty and you must trust that. It's the same thing for when you're trying to get a spouse. Don't worry about your financial situation in that moment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will enrich you from, in, from his bounty. Like, if you're trying to delay it because of that, then don't do that. And that's something I've said for myself. I'm not going to try to delay it for, for that reason. You know, there, there, there could be other reasons that may be stalling you, but don't make it about financial situations because, you know, your wealth comes from Allah. It doesn't come from you. So you have to, you have to be mindful of that. But yeah, with that being said, you know, Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Everybody, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. guys. Just want to remind you guys, you know, we're not scholars, still students of knowledge, open to correction, right? And make sure you guys leave a like, subscribe, share this video with your friends and family. 
Turn on post notifications if you haven't already. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms and be prepared for more content to come to the channel soon, inshallah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, subscribe. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, alhamdulillah.